Hey everyone, welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Austin Reynolds. Today we got a great show planned for you. If y'all give me one second, I'm trying to feed my daughter. She's hungry. Here you go, baby. But, um, like I was saying, um, welcome to the show, y'all. Um, it's gonna be a great show. You know, it's been about three or four days since I've had a show out. Um, been having problems with it. Like, I was doing one Wednesday and then it just, like, stopped. Like, mid-podcast, like, it wouldn't let me finish what I was doing. Um, so like that was weird for me, but hey, we got we, we, we moving on. So we're gonna try to hop into the show. Um, I'm I'm hopping prayer real quick. We're gonna get started and we're gonna get started in the show and get this show on the road. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another great week. Sometimes you set us for challenges and we just have to overcome because you never put us through anything we can't handle. So we thank you for anything you any loss and win you give us. We thank you for everything that your power that you infect in us. We thank you for everything that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we're just going to do a um, little NFL pregame. Not NFL pregame. NFL free agency. Um, We're just going to start with a free agency. Of what's going on right now? Um, we're just gonna do. We're gonna start off with the Giants, as you know. Um, as. Saquon got franchise tag, and they gave Daniel Jones a great contract. I think that was the best move for them. Um, that was a very good move. Like, that to me was very, very smart to keep Saquon and Daniel Jones. Because I think, I think Daniel Jones is the key to this. Then we had, then we had Derek Carr, which is a little old, signed with Las Vegas on a very, very good contract, and I think this could really help Las Vegas. I, I mean New Orleans. I think Derek Carr and New Orleans could do something special. It just depends on what Derek Carr we're gonna get. I've not lost faith in Derek Carr. I know he's thirty-two, but I've not lost faith in Derek Carr. Then y'all know Hart Carson Wentz got released from Commanders. Then Aaron Jones has re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. Evan Ingram got franchise tagged with Jacksonville. That was great. That was great. Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley. And then Roquan, Roquan Smith got re-signed with the Ravens, so that was good. And oh yeah, and Darren Payne, he you know he got back with Commanders, that was a good pickup. Then one of my favorite signees, only because I'm biased, Orlando Carter signed a two-year deal with the Falcons. Orlando they need that is his best pass rush. If they can go and get another pass rush, his defense might start doing something. 
And then Josh Jacobs is continuing to be with the Raiders. And Lamar did get franchise tag. Now, this is the story of the... Hang on one second, y'all. Sorry, y'all. I had it be in here, baby. Hey, so it be right here, okay? Come in here. Sorry about that, y'all. But um, the Lamar thing is, he got franchise tag, but he can pursue other teams. So. I just don't know if any team's willing to pay. Well, Lamar got franchise tag on. I mean, that was. And that's my thing. If you can franchise tag somebody for that money, why can't you do a contract with them? But that's got nothing to do with me. Um. So now we're just gonna go. That's basically like free agency. Ain't been a lot going on yet, but there's a lot of stuff that can still happen. No, that's just the main storyline that's been going on. And there's this rumor about Darius Slay wanting to trade, but he it's rumors that he don't want to trade, but they're letting Darius Slay seek a trade. But they're hoping he stay. That's another NFL thing going on. Um, so that, that's basically how that's been going. So but now we're going to go ahead and hop into the NBA. We're going to go ahead and look at how the standings are looking. And I'm just going to start from the top and go over to the bottom with the Eastern Conference. I know I'm going to start with Eastern Conference. Coming in at number one is the Milwaukee Bucks. They're 48 and 18. And in second place, two and a half games behind, is the Boston Celtics. In third place is Philly, who is 43 and 22, four and a half games out. And fourth is Cleveland Cavaliers, who are 42 and 26, as they are seven games out of first. Then in fifth is the New York Knicks. As they are 39 and 29. 10 games out of first place. And then the last spot for the playing is the Brooklyn Nets, who are actually not playing bad. They're 37 and 29, 11 games out of first. Now, when you when you get into the play-in conversation, Miami is 35 and 32, 13 and a half games out. They're technically two and a half games out of being out of the play-in. And I still, like I tell I don't know. I, it depends on what Brooklyn does the last month of the season. So what are they going to do? Yeah, baby, I hear you. It just depends on what they do the last month of the season. Then coming in in eighth is Atlanta, who's 33 and 33. Now, they're only a game and a half out of being top of Miami. And they're four games away from the Nets. And then the Toronto Raptors, who are 32 and 35, 
We're 16 and a half games out from first place. And they're five and a half games back from being out of the play in. And in 10th place is the Washington Wizards. It's 31 and 35. 17 games out of first and six games out of being in the, being out of the play in. And then below that, 11th will be Chicago, who is 30 and 36. They are almost like one game away from being tied with Washington for the 10th spot. Then there's Indiana. No, baby, don't close that door. Come here. Don't close that door. No, ma'am. And then there's a 12 in Indiana, who's 30 and 37, who's only a game and a half out of being in the play in. And still, to me, that's impressive. Orlando, 27 and 40. They're only. Four and a half games out of being in the play in. That's just impressive to me. For a team that young. Now we're gonna hop into the Western Conference as we have the Denver Nuggets, who are 46 and 20, leading in first place. And now we got a new second place team. A surprise team that probably people before because nobody in the beginning of the season probably thought this. But Sacramento is four is 39 and 26. They're the second team in the West right now. Then it's the Memphis Grizzlies, who are 39 and 26 in third place. Six and a half games behind. They're tied Sacramento. How many games behind they are in Denver? But Sacramento got the tiebreaker over them right now. Then fourth place is Phoenix, who is 37 and 29, nine games out of first. Then fifth is the Los Angeles Clippers, who are 35 and 33, 12 games out of first. And then there is a three way tie from sixth, seventh, and eighth. Golden State. Right now, holds the sixth spot for the tiebreaker as they are still out of the play in right now. And it's, they're all 12 and a half games back. Now, seventh and eighth in the play in, Minnesota and Dallas, they're tied with Golden State. It's like a three way battle right now. If it stays like this, don't nobody know what's going to happen. Then in ninth place, we got the Los Angeles Lakers, who are 32 and 34. They've played really good lately. They're looking better every week. Um,. See if they can continue to do that. They're in that eighth ninth seed tied with New Orleans, who's also 32 and 34 in 10th spot. And they're also 14 games behind. Now, this is where it gets interesting. There's only three teams out of playing that's still eligible for the playoffs right now. Because San Antonio and Houston got eliminated. And the only team in the East that's been eliminated is Detroit. But Utah, sitting in 11th, is only a half a game out of being in the play-in. At 32 and 35. OKC and Portland are only a game out of being in the play-in. As they are 31 and 35. It's crazy. It's really a... I'll be honest with you. It's really a five-way battle. For ninth and 10th. And there's a three-way battle through 6th through ninth In the West. The West is crazy right now. We just got to see how it all shapes out, you know? No, baby. We didn't close that TV like that, mommy. But we'll see how it all shapes out. I mean, um, because you got big games today, like the Hawks and the Wizards. I mean, that's a real big playoff game. Because you think about if Atlanta loses, they go 30, 33 and 34. Well, Washington go 30, 32 and 35. They could easily get around Toronto if they hold the tiebreaker over Toronto. If they, over, if they hold the tiebreaker over Toronto. That's what I'm saying. You don't never really know what's going to happen.
down. But, um, but sorry, y'all, I was trying to load up my NASCAR stuff. But now, um, Okay, I got it. Now, y'all, if y'all follow my podcast Monday, I'm so sorry, y'all. I was trying to get everything ready. I put, I, I put, I have everything on my phone. I don't have paper or all this stuff, so I'm sorry. But anyway, we're gonna get ready, get into this part of it. This will be the last part of the show, as this is the NASCAR portion. And if y'all watch my podcast, if y'all listen to my podcast Monday. Y'all know that NASCAR just got done in Las Vegas this weekend with a great weekend of racing. And now you know Xfinity and the Cup are racing at Phoenix this weekend. Now, every Friday, I'm going to come out with my predictions for the weekend's races. That's how I'm going to do it. With that being said, we're going to start off with Xfinity Series. And this is a great race at Phoenix. I think it's going to be a good race. And... I think the guy that's going to win this race is the guy of the last eight races has been the most consistent. Didn't win a championship last year, but he's been the most consistent. He's been the most consistent in the first three races this season and the last five of last season. And that's Justin Allgaier. Justin Allgaier has had 25 starts at Phoenix. He's won two of them. He's had nine top fives and 17 top tens. He's had an average finish of like 15. I mean, dude has been very great there. I mean, he's done everything in his power there that he could do. You know, and I'm like, I really enjoy watching him at Phoenix. He's one of my. He's one of my favorite. Drivers in the Infinity Series. So, with all that being said, what I'm getting at is, I think Justin Allgaier is going to probably win this race. Probably easily. Honestly. I don't think it's going to be tough. Which, I mean, it's NASCAR. I know it's tough. But I think I think Justin Allgaier, if he gets in front, can easily. Win all the stages. But, big problem is, can Justin Allgaier put it in the lane? That's the main thing. Um, but that being said, that's my big zone finish now. Cup, you know, you got now the the cup race. This could be tricky because you got Joey, he just won that when you won the championship last year. Or you got Chase Briscoe, he won that last he won that in the ring race, but he ain't been looking good this year. Or you can go Kyle. 
Cowboys, West Coast. She's not did bad. I mean, she last week, but his car was so tight and hit that wall, and it was just a wrap for him. Oh, you can go with a pick I'm going to pick. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick has won at Phoenix like nine times. I think it's nine times. He has been so dominant. He holds the record. He holds the record for wins there. For most wins at Phoenix. Um This is what many people understand. Like my pick's Kevin Harvey. I'm going hard because That's the thing. He's had a very successful. Sorry, I was making sure I had the numbers right. It's eight. He's won eight times. He's had a very successful career at Phoenix or ISM, whatever you want to call it. He's been very good there. At times, he's been dominant. And I think this is the type of race, the race he track he needs to be at. Cause he ain't been doing great this year, but. Stuart Haas as a team ain't been doing great this year. But with that being said, we just have to see what's really going to happen. Because I believe that Kevin Harvick is going to win this race. But, um, definitely Kevin Harvick is my favorite. Now... I've only got one race right, and that was the truck race last week, and that's because it was Cowboys at Las Vegas, not me. But I'm proud of where the NASCAR season is going. It's actually been competitive, and it's been even a little bit dominated. It feels like it's just been a John Hunter, Nemechek, and Austin Hill show, but it's young. Um, And honestly, I think Austin Hill and John Hunter, Nemechek might be the best two young drivers in Xfinity, and they're probably going to be the next two up. In the Cup Series, probably. But, um, that's going to be it for today's show, y'all. Y'all have a great day. Um, hope you have a blessed Friday. If y'all in Georgia, stay dry. Look, it's been raining. But it looks like outside my windows at the house. But, um, yeah, y'all just be good. Take care. Be careful. Have a great rest of the day. And we'll hop and pray. I'll let you get out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another blessed day. Thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for... Life in general, we thank you, we praise you in Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all have a great day. Uh, we'll be back Monday. We'll talk some NASCAR, talk about what the NBA standings are looking like, the updates on the weekend, and if, if we got any more free agency news in the NFL, we'll be on it. Oh, and we'll do the March Madness re- predictions. So, my March Madness predictions, this double term predictions will be Monday. So, y'all tune in, it's gonna be a great show. All right, y'all be good.
Peace. We out.